This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Thrive Plus. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You're listening to Moneyline, ESPN 97.5. Jerry Bowe, Josh Jordan, Clutch City Cam behind the glass. Man, and it's a special day. Had a little uh, Super Bowl munchies brought in. Our good friends at Cowboys and Indians, you will not believe the spread that they brought in for us, guys. I can smell it through the glass. I know. It's unbelievable. We got the non-quesadillas. We got the wings. Oh, man. These quesadillas is what I've been (laughs) hearing about, and I'm wanting to get in on over them. Big shout-out to Cowboys and Indians for us. Sending us this food, this delicious food on a beautiful Super Bowl Sunday. We really, really appreciate it. If you uh, don't have anything going on right now, you don't have any Super Bowl plans, I would get out there right now because they're going to have happy hour prices all day long. And not only today, but every Sunday. Sunday brunch, I mean, go out there and try it. It's fantastic. I hear about their Himalayan burger all the time. It's I cannot wait to taste these uh, quesadillas. Oh, man, I can't wait to dig in. And, you know, they've done some work with the usual suspects. And, man, Barry and Joel talk about how great the food is. So I'm really excited to try it. And Jerry's right. They got happy hour prices all day. You can go watch the game, craft beer on tap. You can get your wings on. Everybody likes wings during the Super Bowl, and they have some of the best in town. So get over there, guys. We really want to thank them for bringing this to us. And, guys, basically, they kind of specialize in a fusion between Southern comfort and Indian food. And the non-quesadillas, the flatbread, the Himalayan burger that Jerry mentioned, it's all awesome. It's all delicious. I I just can't even tell you how good this stuff smells. So they have everything. It's authentic family recipes. And it's a full-service bar, too. They have TVs. You can watch the game. No problem. It's located in Midtown off of Taft Street. So just get over there, Cowboys and Indians, Tex-Mex Kitchen, man. It's a great place to catch the game, grab a beer, and, and have some awesome food. So check them out, guys. Um, and also, too, I'm going to give out their Twitter handle, at uh, CNI713, so you can follow them there. And, you know, they'll let you know when they have different specials from time to time. So so big thanks to them for bringing that for us today. And everything we're saying, from chicken fried steak to curry. Yeah. I mean, you could say, if somebody says, man, I'm, I'm worried about eating a certain type of food today, they have everything, yep. and I'm telling you, it's, it smells so fantastic. I can't wait to dig in. Yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll put some photos out on Twitter here in a little bit. But, yeah, we wanted to give them a big shout-out for hooking us up on all, all days, right? You have to have wings on the Super Bowl, man, or you're not doing it right. That's how we do it here on Moneyline. Great food, great bets, and uh, great guests. And uh, I'm speaking of Miss Holly Seymour, it looks like we have on hold. She's going to give us her bets for this week. Holly, how are you doing? Hey, guys. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Turn up, Holly. I'm so mad that you guys got Cowboys and Indians, and I was not there for the food. The time I don't show up to the studio, you guys get the food. Seriously? I, I know, right? Like, uh, we feel all grown up. Now we're getting food brought to us on our show, Holly. And you're a big part of our success. So next time they come, we will definitely have to let you know so you can be here to enjoy it as well. Definitely. What we need from you is all this research you've been doing all week, all the going back and forth. What, after all those numbers get jumbled and you throw them into one thought, what's the first thought? And without even giving you a winner right off the top, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the Super Bowl? Belichick and Brady. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for Again. Real. Yeah, for real. And for I real. hate it. I hate it. But <laughs> let's be real. So. No, you're right. I mean, 
nine times, nine times. I mean, it's that oh. Ferris Bueller thing, nine times to the Super Bowl. It's unbelievable, and I'm not betting against him, Holly. And you've been on fire with, with your picks in the playoffs here, and I, I'm not betting against Brady anymore, so I, I got to know. I'm I got to know. That, yeah, I'm <laughs> hoping are, to keep that going. Yeah? Um, yeah, I, you know, I pulled a bunch of stats, and I've been researching all week, and I've been doing everything I possibly could to make myself side with the Rams, but I can't. Really? So, I got a mouthful for you guys, but if you're ready, I'll break down what I have for Let's you. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, so everyone is hyping the Rams in that roster that's loaded with talent. But if your game plan doesn't work and you can't execute, the roster talent does not matter. Let's start with the Rams' run defense. Gross. They're ranked number 28 in the league against the run. Their base 3-4 defense is number 21 in run blocking, and the rankings just get worse the further downfield we go. They slide down to number 27 once they go 10 yards past the line of scrimmage. Hello, Sonny Michelle. This is a huge opportunity for Michelle to get going. Let's keep going with the Rams' defense. We all know that Sue wasn't as great of a signing as expected. Not saying he's not doing good, but he's not doing great. But let's take your focus off of Sue and the expectations. Let's move to the right side of the field. Yes, I'm talking about your holy Aaron Donald. Don't kill me, Donald fans. I'm not by any means trying to take away any shine from him. He's an amazing player, but he is containable, especially when his linebackers behind him are sucking. One last notable factor here, something most of you guys don't pay attention to, field goals. In regular season, field goals aren't that big of a factor. But when we get into playoffs in the Super Bowl, field goals matter. Keep in mind, the Rams have been decent, making 27 for 31 field goals in the regular season. But they were 8 for 12 from 40 yards or more. Doesn't seem like that bad of a number, but let that sink in, especially if it's down to one of the last game-deciding factors. Vegas has the Patriots minus 2.5. New England is 5-1 against the spread when playing L.A., they're also 16-0 and when leading after the first half since 2017. And have you seen Brady's passing rating, passer rating when, keep, when kept clean? He's only been hit three times in the playoffs. Since 2012, in the Super Bowls that Brady has won, they've won by an average of five points. If the Pats win, they cover. And all stats aside, does anyone really see Brady taking two L's in back-to-back Super Bowl appearances? Now, if you're itching to take the Rams and I just made you feel a little uncomfortable, I can give you my key factors to watch in order for this game to shift in your favor. Everyone has a weakness, even Belichick. Kickoffs. The Patriots ranked last in the league here, and by last, I mean it wasn't even close. Their 4-3 defense ranks number 30 in pass rushing. The Rams will need to control the clock and avoid penalties and mistakes, especially on the defensive end of the ball. The Patriots lose control of the clock if the Rams can also succeed in that run game scheme utilizing both Gurley and Anderson, not just Anderson. I love it. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Holly just dropped a knowledge bomb on us there. That's why she didn't go out last night. Yeah. (laughs) And that's why she's Team Moneyline, Team Bookie Buster. You left That was a moment of silence. Like, you just, like, it was a funeral or something up in here. You just, I I give you props. I was going to drop the mic, but I I was going to drop the mic for you guys, but I wasn't on the cam, so they couldn't see me. So it makes sense. Fair enough. (laughs) You know, it actually makes me feel a little better because, you know, Holly, I'm on I'm on the Patriots. I've already put my bets down on them, man, over a week ago, I guess. So I, I'm just I'm not betting against Brady and everything that you just put out right there makes me think, yeah, I, I feel like I'm pretty good. I feel like I'm on the right side of this one. <laughs> so I, I hope you come through for me and for my, my bookie account. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's right. And me too. What like I said, I don't – nobody wants to see Brady again, but – 
And the roster and the stats, everybody's leaning towards golf and leaning towards the Rams. And as much as I want to, it's just it's very, very hard to go against Brady and Belichick. And the two back-to-back Super Bowl losses, that was a big key factor. I I agree. And we hit on this a little earlier in the show, but I want to get your your thoughts on it quickly. Patriots get out to slow starts in a lot of these games. And and the the numbers say they only scored three points in the first quarter of all their Super Bowl appearances, the, the eight of them that Brady's been in. Is there something to that, Holly? Do you think the Patriots, you know, they're going to start slow again and then, you know, maybe they kind of build momentum? If you were just kind of looking at the first quarter, do you think the Patriots are going to get out to an early lead or do you think the trend continues and, and they kind of start off slow? I actually, I think they're going to start off slow, but I think we might see more than the usual three points. Um, however, I do really, really like the first half under still. You know how I am about first half unders throughout the playoffs this season. Yeah. So I'm still really liking that. There's I was going to put it. my name on that one for yeah. our play of the week, but um, I think I was going to go with the showing more cleavage, Veronica or Giselle. <laughs> That's why I had um, Cam drop that Mariah Carey. I'm sure everybody listening was like, well, why are we playing Touch My Body by Mariah Carey? That was for Giselle and Veronica. Uh, so what, what's the, what's the problem? myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the prop bet you got here on this? Uh, I'm looking this up. Oh, right I don't my remember, ears perked up. I don't remember the numbers on it because I was just joking about it, but it is really a thing on my bookie. I was scrolling earlier. I didn't write it down, and I'm not at my laptop. But um, it was, oh, God, it was Veronica and DeSalle who's going to show more cleavage, cleavage the entire game. So. Well, I, I will like, be on the lookout for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all will be. And I don't even have a Mumbo Jumbo. That's why I have two TVs in the living room. <laughs> yeah. No, th- these prop bets, they get better and better every year. <laughs> the wife's sitting there like, why are you rewinding this so much? <laughs> like, it's a prop bet. You're like, no, we have big money on Giselle's cleavage and the other. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. Leave me alone. This is all business. <laughs> I need to be alone for a minute. <laughs> this is awful. Th- this is- no, but my bookie, if you guys scroll down on there, there's some super fun random bets to play on. So. Now, they were letting people come up with their own props this week, uh, just people giving their suggestions on them, and they actually made it to the site. Well, I don't know any other site that allows things like that. My bookie's wonderful. No doubt about it. <laughs> One more thing before we get you out of here, Holly, and I just I kind of want your thoughts on the total for, for the entire game. It's at 56 and a half. Which side are you taking over or under? I'm going to go under. Might regret that later, but I'm taking the under. All right. There you have it. Holly Seymour, tell them, tell them where they can find Before we you. let her get out of here, Ooh. before, I want, I want to hear this. What do you think about the the Foles move with the Eagles, uh, what they're doing? Oh, I knew you were, were going <laughs> to let me off the phone with that. I knew it. Everybody was everybody was tweeting at me when this happened. I was like, okay, look, I'm a little, I feel like that was a little bit of a slap in the face. I know Foles is a little old, but just the third round, I was expecting a player along with that. But, I mean... You know, I, Philly, the franchise, what Howie and them have done after the Antichrist, Chip Kelly, came through and out, I really have to trust all their decisions, and I can't question anything anymore. So I'm going to let that play out and just see how it goes. I feel you. I feel you. I was real curious to see what you would say. I just I, – I, I was kind of shocked, but at the same time, I didn't know what – to expect, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, was, I was too when it came out. I was like, what? What? But, I mean, hey, I don't make the calls up there, unfortunately. I think I do during the season, but I don't. That's all right. You got Carson Wentz. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. So Eagles fans are going to be well taken care of. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you real quick, Holly, before we go. 
All right, you guys can check out, of course, Sports Map for all of the all of the team has articles and everything on there. Also, you can tweet at me, XO Holly. I'll be tweeting more fun little plays throughout the day um, and some more fun stats to get you guys ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Awesome, thanks, Holly. Uh, go Pats! That's uh, that's where. All right, guys. Oh, I don't want to say it, but yeah, there oh. you go. Y'all have a great day. All right, thanks, you Holly. Too. All right, we'll be right back, guys. We got a lot more to get to. You're listening to Moneyline 97.5. Out on the bed while I'm yanking your braids, thug style. You never thought I'd make you smile while I'm smacking your and you're all wild. We share something so rare, but who cares? You can Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. Where's Ali? With the mo- the mo- the Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. Welcome back to Moneyline. 713-780-3776. Go back and check out anything you missed. I mean... Exo Holly just dropped some bombs for yeah. us. Yeah, I'm super impressed, super proud, and uh, I'm agreeing with some of her picks. And I'm gonna uh, my big pick is actually in agreement with one of hers. So I'll drop that soon, and that's gonna be my play of the game. A little bit of a tease. Also, we want to thank Cowboys and Indians. We we got to try their awesome food during the break. I man. almost and, didn't come back. Yeah, I almost just <laughs> just just packed up and went home. It is delicious. Oh man, the wings, the oh the butter wings. Oh my lord. Guys, if you're looking for some wings today, Cowboys and Indians, go check them out for sure. Good place to catch the game. And again, they have a mixture of everything that you can want. Like I said, you could get curry, you could get chicken fried steak. It's yep. a mixture of it. And I, like we had a couple of people walk by, like, what is that smell? It smells so different. They came in and it's fantastic. It's pretty much all gone. It is pretty much all gone, but they'll do big orders. So if you want to put in a, a big order of wings to be picked up for the big game, yeah, just give them a call. They'll get that together. Or if you. you don't want to get out of the house, Uber Eats, Grubhub, yep. they, uh, they'll deliver for you. So just make sure you get over there and try these quesadillas at least for, for start out with that because you'll probably end up ordering some more. Oh, you will. There's no doubt about it. And it feels now it feels like the Super Bowl, right, guys? We're talking, we're talking betting. We're talking Patriots. We're talking Rams. We're talking some awesome wings in our face. Like this is how we do it. I feel all grown up on Moneyline. We we finally got us <laughs> we got it rolling with some good food on the big game. So let's get into some more of these bets. There's there's a lot to get to. I also would like to hit eventually. It's not betting per se, but the Texans. It looks like added an offensive coordinator at some point. Today. What do you think about that move? Uh, I don't love it. You know, it's one of those. He, he's a young guy. He doesn't have much experience. He he used to be the the tight ends coach for the team, and they've kind of promoted him that whole kind of that theme of hey, we're going to find an unknown guy and kind of you know do the Sean McVay type of thing. But and Sean McVay used to be a tight end coach too, so there are some similarities there. But it just worries me because. I want somebody that's going to challenge Bill O'Brien and maybe think a little different than he thinks. And, and I know I don't think I'm not so sure that's going to happen. You know, with Tim Kelly just being promoted to being the offensive coordinator, I, you know, I 
and we don't even know O'Brien might still be the one calling plays. So it, you know, how much different will it really be? I guess that's my biggest concern. And this is a guy, Tim Kelly's been with O'Brien. Like he was even with him at Penn state. So he's been with him a long time. He's been on the staff. So I just don't, I don't see how he's going to see things much differently than O'Brien. And I, I just like somebody with some, some more fresh ideas in the room. I, I feel like like a lot of Texans fans probably felt like the, the offense just – they weren't that fun to watch. A lot of just run, run, pass, and then you know punt. It seemed like there was a whole lot of that, and I don't know if this guy's going to change anything. I agree with you. I just uh, wish it would have gone a different direction. Yeah. But I'm I'm going to into this open-minded, like a new relationship. It just let's let's see what happens at this point. I, I'm with you, and I, I do find it interesting. Now, Kelly played defensive tackle at Eastern Illinois, and by the way, guys, Cody Stutes did a nice little write-up on Sports Map about this. So go it's check. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, go check it out. There, and I'm looking at Cody's article right here. And the thing about Eastern Illinois, which is kind of curious, like it's kind of led to a lot of pro players that have been good. So Kelly, he played defensive tackle there. He started all 48 games in his playing career. But also, that's where Sean Payton came from. It's where Tony Romo came from, Mike Shanahan, and Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, when you hear yeah, when you hear Eastern Illinois, that that's not usually what you think. You know, there's been a lot of something yeah. that's got to do with that. They got something going on. Yeah, so so maybe there's something to it. You know, time will tell. I'm not going to kill it until we see what the offense looks like next year. But I don't feel like it's – how's it going to look that different? I yeah, just what's the improvement? Yeah, what's the – yeah, what? how's it going to change? I just don't see that being the case. And, you know, when Godsey was here, we, we blamed him and thought he was a terrible offensive coordinator. But really, it was, it was O'Brien running everything. And I'm not one of those guys that doesn't think O'Brien's, you know – let me rephrase that. I think he's better than the credit that he gets for knowing offense. I don't I don't crap on Bill O'Brien as as much as a lot of other people in this city do. I think he's better than he gets credit for. But decisions like this concern me because it makes me think that he thinks he knows everything. Exactly. You know? And that worries me. How much control does he still have? I mean, ultimately, he's uh, it, it's him. Yeah. So I mean, he basically brought Brian Gain in. He basically hired his general manager. You know he's not going to you know hold him accountable for that kind of stuff. And I guess what bothers me the most is I really felt like the offense looked good back when Deshaun was a rookie. Like that was an exciting offense. That was fun to watch. There was big explosive plays. And and then this year it was just no here hand, hand the ball to Lamar Miller again. Oh, two yard gain. Um, maybe let Lamar Miller run to the other side. Two yard gain. You know third down bubble screen to DeAndre Hopkins for one yard punt. You know, that, like, and there's that's way too much of that. Is that's what's scary to me though, because I I came into the year expecting regression for sure. The second year quarterback that had the explosive rookie year, of course the the defenses are gonna play different. Sure. But like what you're saying though, it was actual play calling. Like yeah. we're doing, they're running two yard runs on uh, on second and thirteen. You know what I mean? Setting yeah. them so I mean it just doesn't make sense, and I don't they, think they are getting the best they can out of the Watson skill set. No, they got predictable. We saw the same yeah. thing with the Gary Kubiak offense. Matt Schaub had two Pro Bowl years with all these passing yards, and then teams figured him out. We know they kept doing the bootleg. Yep. On first and third down, and we got predictable. And it's the same thing with Bill O'Brien's offense. He thinks that he's too smart for the league. And thinks that he's going to one up these teams, and we we 
It's not happening. And you know what I noticed that is missing is all the misdirection in the backfield, how they would fake all those jet sweeps. And you remember, you know, like every every running play was basically, you know, out of the shotgun. And, that you know, they'd either kind of, you know, fake the handoff to Lamar Miller or they'd have somebody, you know, on a jet sweep, you know, whether it was Braxton Miller or whoever it was, they'd have one of their fast guys running behind. And it, it made the defense actually have to kind of respect that. I don't notice them doing that anymore. I don't see any action in the backfield. Yeah, you, 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 know? you brought in Lamar Miller for that exact reason. Yes. The reason why he was so potent in Miami is because he could pass catch and he could do all these trick plays. You did that the first year you had him. In the last two years, you're not using him for what he is, which is why in this offense he's a below-average running back because you're not using for what he is. I couldn't agree more. And we saw the same thing in Miami, right, when they tried to give him 25, 20, 26 touches a game. He wasn't very efficient, but when you gave him, you know, around 15, he was very efficient and very good. He's just diminishing returns the more you use Lamar Miller. I think Alfred Blue is going to be gone. I think that'll help. they got to get somebody else running the ball to, to give this offense a little bit of a spark. I mean, look what Sony Michelle's done for Tom Brady's offense. It makes a big difference when you got a playmaker back there, a guy that can just break the game open. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> we have a video on SportsMap about that, too, but... That would make a lot of sense, and I did see a report that the you know the Jets were a popular team that you know might go after Le'Veon. They're saying they're not going all out and spending that money. Exactly, for they're building. They're trying to build it right instead of putting all their yeah their, because they said they're real scared as as far as the tendencies he's had off field. It's and and at the end of the day, they think. I remember reading something about they think that once he gets that big money, it's it's all hell breaks loose because who's gonna if if he did it broken and, and young, what yeah. makes him not do it? When he's got a pocket full of money and he got what he wanted, he ended up leaving an organization. I mean, you don't see people disrespect the Steeler organization like that. You don't no. see it, and he did it, and now you see Antonio Brown following suit. It's it, it becomes a cancer like that. You hear that term cancer in the locker room a lot, but you don't really you use it loosely. A cancer grows, and that's what happened here. The cancer grew. It grew to Antonio Brown, which now you're hearing it's been like this for years, but now it made it to where like you know what. I'm out of here too, and 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 it's just it's it's sad. Give me Mark Ingram, give me Mark Ingram. Oh, that's nice right there, man. See, I kind of like that too. I, I don't like that he's 30, but I do like that he hasn't been used as much as Look, a, he's about a 28 yeah. yard leg, right? And not not being a, a four a three down back, and for these last two years plus a little bit of injuries there and there. I mean, he's got 28, 27 year old legs still. Put him on a three or four, catch him to the, the ending of the prime years for a running back. I'm I'm all about that. He's a I nice like plug and play. Look, I mean. The Texans haven't really had a way above average running back in years, but they've still been able to win. So it's not like you need a Pro Bowl running back in this offense to win. So just plug this guy in until you actually find your running back for the future. And the underrated part of his game is he's really good at catching screens and in the passing game. Like, you don't think about that with Ingram because he's just a big, powerful dude. But he's got soft hands, and that could be—Texans could use that. What we could use is the information on Better X. He popped up last year. Ooh, yeah. He's the guy that throws millions of dollars on these big games. He's the guy that kept throwing a doubling his money, throw, doubling it up on the Astros World Series run. He ended up making over ten million dollars, starting with I believe it was seven hundred thousand, something like that. But he just kept uh, he kept doubling it up, doubling it up, doubling it up. Well, he popped up again last year. He popped up and he rode hard, hard on the Eagles, made over four point six million dollars. This year, he popped up again. When we get back, we'll talk about who Better X has his money on this Ooh, year. Tease. Yeah, you're listening to Moneyline ESPN 97.5. Come around, yeah. 
You ease my mind, you make everything feel fine Worry about those comments I'm way too numb, yeah It's way too dumb, yeah I get those goosebumps every time This is Nolan Ryan You're listening to Houston's best sports talk ESPN 97.5 Call how it is Hedges I promise you, swear, swear. I'm there, is money live on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 97.5.com presented by my bookie live from the ESPN 97.5 studios here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan welcome back to Moneyline where we take the mask off and the gloves off 30 minutes till we're out of here and then you just let the let the sun go down as the 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 main event of the Super Bowl or the NFL season comes to an end and it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet, but yeah, and before we get out of here, I'll probably forget. I just want to give a big thanks to you, Josh, personally, man. Uh this show came such a long way when and we're doing this organically, man. I wanted to do it like this. I didn't want to tell him anything off air. Cam, Josh, Hector, Andrew, Holly, everyone. Um you know, they, it's been a dream this year, and it, today I was driving up here. I'm like, man, it's the last day of football, and it just seems like we just started. It seems like it was we were talking about mock drafts, you know yeah. what I mean? And I just want to thank you for, uh, you know, putting everything you have into this show. Coming up here on a Sunday, y'all don't understand, this guy, He he's the one that takes care of all the social media stuff on ESPN. He's the one that makes sure that all our stuff gets posted on Sports Map, and still he has to come up here on a Sunday to do this show for a few hours just to, out of love, you know what I mean? Out of love, and for I, I appreciate that. So I just wanted to personally thank you that. Thanks, Jerry. Man, it's been an awesome year, and you're right, man. It went by so fast, and I couldn't imagine doing a show with anybody else. So, you know, Jerry's one of the best guys in the business, guys, and you know, that's why I love working with him. He challenges me and gives me good ideas, and, man, he's a funny dude, fun guy to do a show with, and, man, Cam's fantastic. He's done a great job, so... Enough of us uh, patting ourselves on the back, but uh, it's been really fun, and hey, we look forward to keep doing it, man. For sure. Let's get into this Better X guy. So, he came out and he's placed three Moneyline bets equaling $3.8 million, $2 million at the MGM, $1.5 at William Hill, and $300,000 bet at South Point. So, who is this guy? He was a, He's in his 30s, early 30s, they say. He's a UFC better. He was. He had won like nine. 10 UFC fights, big bets. Then he started getting in on the Astros. He bet it, it was game one, two, three, six, and seven, I believe, doubling up all the way after that. And then he popped up and dropped big bombs on the Eagles to win that Super Bowl, which they did. So, word has it out. He popped up again. And this year, he put 2.8, I'm sorry, a total of 3.8 million on the Rams. Ooh, 
I mean, that's where the value is. It makes sense, and he's going to clean up if it comes through. Money line at that, though. Check that Ooh. out. So he said, forget the points. It never got to two and a half where he wanted uh, to, to get to three. So at that point, he got him at plus 120. He would net $4.56 million. Now, that sounds like a big to us, but he placed 8 to $10 million on the Eagles money line last year, and he ended up winning 15. So I was wrong earlier. It was way more than what I said, $15 million uh, last year. So he took it slightly easier, but, I mean, the guy's going up against Brady. And last year, he did it early. So what was the timing of when he finally put this one down? Uh, I think it was Thursday. They finally uh, He okay. finally put it down. Now, with a guy like this, they said last year they were anticipating him coming in. And when they would find out that he was coming into these these uh, casinos, they would put out bad numbers. They would shut down the board. Like, you're walking to a casino. Imagine one guy that can make him shut that board. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Here comes a lot of money, and we need to figure out what he's going to do. So they would say, say it was minus one. 20 uh, Patriots plus two and a half. If they knew that he was going to be on that side, they would drop it minus 150 real quick. So he have to put now whenever you're bidding a hundred dollars, 130 wins a hundred. Imagine when you're doing a thousand. Now you got to put 1300 to win a thousand. Now imagine when you're gambling 10,000, 13,000 wins 10. You're losing 3000. So imagine when you're betting millions, 1.3 wins one. So you're losing 300 wrecks. I mean, so, Ooh. so they were making sure that he was getting bad numbers. They were making sure that he, and he would take them anyways and he was hitting them you don't see kind of these kind of things and again he's a young guy a european guy they don't really know much about him hasn't really usually when you see guys they, they flex they try to floss like yeah i did this you don't ever see this guy you don't ever see him he's a young guy and he started usc betting so good luck to him on his bets um now nah, maybe not too much because we got other people going the other way <laughs> but true. yeah uh, good luck to him but he uh, i gotta give him that man he he goes out there every year and he does it so dude he he, he lets them swing low and fire some big bets man there's no doubt about it i'm always kind of curious what he's on too so i'm glad you brought that up i mean well we, we really only have a little bit left of this segment and then one more and then Boy, that's about it. We got to get get these picks out here. So, what do you want to do? You want to do those here? You want to do them on the other side? Let's drop some props right now, and then we'll end the show with the picks. All right, uh, you, you got one for the for everybody. What, what's one that you kind of have your eye on? I like Greg Zerline, the kicker from the Rams, to kick at least uh, over one and a half field goals. Over the last two years, the Rams lead the league. It's surprising because people think that they get into the end zone unstoppable, but they actually get into scoring position even quicker. So, take that into mind. Take a Home stadium, and I'll take that. Also, the second half to be the set highest scoring half. If you've done that the last 20 years, you're 15-4-1 with that, meaning that these teams might come off with a conservative game plan, something we've been talking about this whole show. What if they come out conservative, and then all of a sudden, that second half, uh, one team blows open a little bit, and now teams have to gamble, and now it's big plays happen. Give me the second half to be the highest scoring half. Ooh, I kind of like that one. Um, I think the one for me is, I believe the number's somewhere around 125. It depends on where you get it at. I like the over for Sony Michelle on rushing yards today. Um, I just, I think, I think that's going to be the game plan. I think Belichick's going to want to run the ball. He knows that's a weakness for the Rams. And I think they're going to give him every, every opportunity to do it. And the great thing with, you know, and that's just the, Actually, it's the, the Patriots rushing total, not just Sony Michelle. So let me correct that there. Um, 
you know, I think it's like 125 for the whole team. So you get Sony Michelle and then whatever James White kicks in and maybe Burkhead kicks in a little bit. I think they, I'm not expecting Tom Brady to give you much in rushing, but I, I think they get over on the 125. I, like I said, it's within a yard or two, depending on where you're betting it. We tell you to bet it at my bookie, but that's just us. But uh, I, I think he goes over. And I, and I think it's by quite a bit. I bet they get to around 150 in this game. And talking about Tom Brady not being able to contribute or not, his rush total is at a half a yard. I you got that, that right. Half a yard. So my thing here is some people are saying, yeah, he might get it. Uh, the pressure coming at him, he's going to maybe have to move. But if the pressure comes up the middle, uh, do you trust Brady to uh, his lateral movement to be that quick, that first step to get out of the pocket and get going? I don't see that. I'd have more trust in him getting blitzed out of the outside and him going up the middle for one or two. So say, okay, say he does break one for about a yard and a half. Then at the end of the game, if you think the Patriots are going to win, what does Neil do? It loses you yards. So that hard-earned one yard that he got for you, and the Patriots win and he kneels it, you're going to take a loss there. So yeah. be careful on that. No, you're right. The one thing Brady will, he's, he does that quarterback sneak quite a bit. You know, we notice that. When they get on third and short, you see up him the do middle. that. Yeah, up the middle. He does that a lot. But will, is that enough to offset him kneeling out like Jerry was talking so, about? So say you get unlucky and he kneels out, say, right before the half one time, and then you, they win the game, then you, you're losing two, three yards right there. Yes. What if it's those one kneels where he has to waste a couple seconds and you see him backpedal you're like no, yeah, and then no, you're dead, <laughs> dead. Yeah, and that's scary. And you know, we see this in fantasy football from time to time, where somebody will have the lead, and then their quarterback kneels it out to win the game, and then they lose because they get those negative rushing yards. It's the worst. Yes. So you know, buyer beware here, guys. That's you know, I know a half yard seems like oh, you know, Brady just has to scamper once and he'll pick it up. Not necessarily. So be it's careful. Prop bait. Yes. I actually bet on that one, so I can't really say anything. <laughs> uh, here's one I like: Sony Michelle pass receptions half Ooh. you're gonna tell me that this man's not gonna catch one pass he doesn't catch a lot of passes like traditionally you know that's kind of his mo but i'm kind of with you cam you would think he'd at least get one and that's all you need you play just, action that's all you have to bet on off the, just off one. the play action yeah. no yeah. he's catching one I, I like that today he's yeah because they're gonna use that play action at one point everyone knows that michelle's just like how you know and he know everyone yep. knows michelle's not a pass catcher what if you use him out of the pass? that that's i like it another one i like is what color will the gatorade be right <laughs> There you go. So, if the New England Patriots win, I think it's going to be either clear. Uh, they got it as uh, listed as clear or water at plus 160. In Super Bowl 51, New England won. There was nothing. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. And then, in Super Bowl 39, when the New England Patriots won, it was clear. In Super Bowl 38, None. The only time that he's had something thrown on him was Super Bowl 49, and it was blue. Hmm. Yeah, Belichick, the, he's that dude, Do right? you think that he wants to be? Do you think? So then you ask, why are they doing none? Or you, you can hear him saying, hey, don't throw nothing on me. Like He has those press con- He wants to be clean. Don't you throw anything on me. That man has had so much Gatorade thrown on him already. It's just it's, There's no point of it anymore. You get scared too. Like, say you're not like a, a, a star on the team, and you're going to get the Gator. You're like, man, I don't even. I don't want him to see. Me. You got to. You got to come up with a mask. You, you got a mask on there. Like, who is that? We're like, well, look at his jersey. <laughs> it was Reynolds. Do that trick where you tap him on the the other shoulder, and then come around on the other side and, and dump the, the the Gatorade on it. And then oh, it's Gronk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, just. But again, it just it's at plus one sixty. These index bets are hard. The ones where those index bets are considered the ones that are the more than 
than two options, not a yes and a no. It's more than five, six options, but uh, it's the favorite. And like I said, if, if you are thinking that the Patriots win this, I don't see Belichick saying, yeah, let's hey, let's get him with red. You know, yeah. no, he's, that's a no-no. So that's one I'm on for sure. No, I, I like that one. And we have a few more, but it looks like we're getting pretty close to a break here. So why don't we go ahead and break it here? And then, guys, we are going to give you all the picks next segment. And it's all coming down. Jerry's favorite plays of the week. Cam and my favorite plays. We're going to give them out. we got a few more prop bets for you. Man, we're almost here. It's almost time for the big game. You're listening to Moneyline. We'll be right back. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the ESPN 97.5 studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. And guys, we are about to drop all the plays on you, but really quickly... We got to give an update on these Super Bowl rings uh, oh, man. from our fantasy leagues. They are insane. Thanks to Klein's Jewelry, Mark over there went over and above just expectations. I was thinking, hey, you know, when we talked about it, we spoke. We said, hey, let's just get a ring going, and he'll sponsor them. Yeah, I'm talking about personalized rings for the winners. All three of them. We only thought we were going to have two leagues. We didn't know we could fill all three. Well, we filled all three. He, he showed us the rings as personalized. I'm talking about with 97.5, uh, the football champion, the, the team's name, yep. the person's name on the other side. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, yes. I can't thank you enough for that. And I mean, he was he was with us from the beginning. So he was I'm not a ring person, but my God, those rings are lit. How cool I, are those? Those things are like the coolest fantasy prize <laughs> that I've ever Scene. That's what I thought like, too, man. Yeah. I want to know how much those GD things cost. I, I had everybody asking me that, and then I had Tyler up here, uh, our assistant PD. He's like, "Man, I want to play in y'all's league next year. I want to win that thing." You yeah, know? like, and I get it. They look cool. And by the way, they're on Jerry's Twitter at Jerry Bonos at Moneyline ninety seven five. They're also on my Twitter, Josh Jordan ninety seven five. So if you guys want to see what the rings look like, you know, go over to our Twitter page and check them out. They look fantastic. And we want to thank all the listeners and everybody that played in the leagues. You know, thank. Thanks, everybody, for for helping making the show work. You know, thanks for playing fantasy with us, filling up three leagues and listening every weekend. Like, you guys are awesome. We really thank you guys, and we thank all of our sponsors. You know, big ups to, to my bookie and Mark Klein. That was huge. And hey, it was really nice at Cowboys and Indians to bring us some lunch today. So, that, ma'am, that food, I'm telling you, yeah. that food was fantastic. Please get out there. Happy hour prices all day long. The Sunday brunch, which is fantastic. I'm yep. telling you, there's so much food that, that that was here, it's gone. Everyone came by, <laughs> grabbed some. Them, the, the, hey, the, the butter chicken wings, Ooh, oh my. Man, the sriracha Some of the best delicious. in the city. I really, really thank all the sponsors, like I said, from the bottom of our hearts. Without you guys, it's not possible, and um, thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. All right, without further ado, we're going to try and put some money in your pocket. It's the big game. We're going to try and give out some of our best plays. We are just talking during the break. One of the prop bets that I like is there will be a touchdown under one and a half yards scored. 
it's happened, what did we say, five out of the last six Super Bowls. Five out of the last six. It would have been six out of six if Marshawn Lynch would have got the ball on the goal line. But yep. that goes to show you that I guess the theory is once you get down there, why risk if you can run it in? Can you see Brady maybe sneaking one in? Yeah, that's that's what he does, right? He's really good at getting that one yard right there. He gets behind the center. Or C.J. Anderson, yeah. they're saying we can't punch it in. Or even just thinking back to Brady throwing that goal line interception uh, against the Chiefs. Like, yeah. that that right there switched some things around that game. Why just why do that whenever you could power run game? And I love that pick. Yeah, and Rex Burkhead's a guy they use a lot down there. You know, he may not play a whole lot, but he's pretty good in the goal line situation. Situations, and we were talking about you get that pass interference penalty, and then they put the ball right there on the one yard line. Typically, they're going to run that bad boy in, so that's why we like that prop. So go ahead and fire on the under one and a half yards touchdown. We think that one is going to come through. That's my prop. Now back to Jerry. What do you got, man? My pick of the day, my pick of this game, my pick of Super Bowl Fifty Three, and I leave you with this. I went back and forth so much that it'd be a shame. It'd be a, I'd be a crook if I went up here and just told you, man, dump your uh, your money on the Patriots or on the Rams because I went back and forth so much. So where I'll tell you to stick your money is, and I'm riding with Holly, which she's been riding this whole playoffs, first half under 27 and a half points. I think that the first quarter gets off to a slow start. Let's say they even get the 10 points, 10, 13, then they have to score over two touchdowns to kill your bet. I think that's in good shape. I also will be pointing to correlate that. I will be pouring it out all out on uh, the second half to be the high-scoring half. So hit those two, and they correlate to each other. No, I'm with you, and I like the under as well. I also like the uh, the under in the first quarter. I, I think it's going to start off a little slow. We talked about that. Jerry and I kind of seeing this being like a 7-3 to three Rams first quarter. We think there's a very good chance that's how this thing will start. So there you go. We'll kind of give you an idea how we see it starting. For me, I, you know, I said it last segment, I love the rushing total over for the Patriots this week. I believe it's around 125. If you get it in that ballpark, I say fire on the over. I think they get at least 150 rushing yards today. What you got, Cam? I mean, I'm mean, honestly, I'm with you guys on all of that. I think I, what Jerry says, I think the second half is going to be the highest scoring. I think the under for the first quarter for the first half. I bet on the uh, the the over for the the rushing guards for the uh, for the Patriots, so I'm on board with pretty much everything you guys have been saying. There you have it. For me, I, I'm on the Pats altogether. Look, I don't love the three points, but you know that's that's kind of where I am with the number I got. So I'm I'm cool with it. And we were breaking down all those stats from Holly, and t- typically the Patriots win by more than a field goal. So in these games when they win. So I'm kind of digging that. And I kind of hedged my bets a little bit, Jerry, here, because I also took a separate bet on the Patriots' money line just to win. And for me, you know, if they don't cover and they win, yeah, that sucks that I lost the money on the spread, but at least I'll have that money line bet. But if they end up covering and they win, that's a, that's a big day for me because both of my bets come through, and I'm looking pretty good. And I'm going to fire on some of these prop bets we're talking about as well. But this is kind of where my big bets are. They're on the Patriots, and it, you know, I just I have a feeling they're going to pull it off. But the number is a little scary to me, so that's why you know I went ahead and put it on the money line for the Patriots. And sure, you have to risk a lot more than you can win, obviously. But I feel like they're going to win. I'm placing that bet on the Pats. The line opened up and it it got killed right off the top, yeah. making the Patriots a favorite. 16 different Super Bowls have seen a point spread move a point and a half or more from the opening number. Usually in Super Bowls, this game is sharp. It's, it's sharp. They've been anticipating uh, projected lines for three weeks. So in this scenario, the team that it goes in favor of them, Patriots, 
14 and 2 straight up, 12 and 4 against the spread in Super Bowl history. Over the past seven Super Bowl appearances, they're 2 and 0 against the spread when they receive 60 or more of the bets. Whenever they are not the favorite as far as the betting action, 0 and 5 against the spread when they receive lower uh, amount of bets. Now, the Patriots are on pace to be the 10th team to close with 70% or more of the bets. That's crazy. That's astronomical wow. numbers. 6 and 3 against the spread teams in that position. As far as the over-under, it opened up at 58. It went down to 56 and a half, uh, 56 some places. Since 2003, whenever a, 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 a total shifts two points or more, 19 and 11 in these playoff games, 63% winners. The move is, 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 is it makes sense. It, it goes with it. The GOAT, 5 and 3 straight up in his last eight Super Bowls, 3 and 5 against the spread, though. It's interesting, right? Because there were some NFL futures bets before, you know, the Patriots and the Chiefs played. You know, there were bets like who's going to win the Super Bowl, AFC or NFC, right? And the NFC was favored by like two, two and a half points. All year long right? they should have been because the Saints. Right. And, yeah. And then we find out it's the Patriots in the game. And it opens at one in the Rams' favor, and then it switches immediately to the Patriots' side. So it's not crazy that before we knew it was the Patriots in the game, you know, Vegas thought that whoever was representing the, the NFC was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So it's funny how it changes when you find out you're going against Brady. And I think the other big thing, right, it was the late game, and everybody saw it, and the, the, the Patriots dominated, right? So they looked so good that everybody was like, how could they possibly be, you know, the underdog in this game? And it, and it flipped. And, of course, a lot of money gets on the Patriots in these Super Bowls. You know that, Jerry. The the crazy thing about the Patriots, if you were to blind bet them, just straight up blind bet them for $100 every game during the Brady and Belichick era, you'd be up $6,600 without even just without even having to think about it. Just blindly bet them. And that's what you get coming to these games. People remember that. I mean, yeah. there's people that have paid off mortgages with this. And I've, I mean, I've spoken to people that say, dude, I've bet him for years every time Brady, and whether they win or lose that year, I know I'll make it back the next and the next. And they're shining this year. And like I said, I've gone against them twice this year. I feel like Mayweather and his in his career where I chased him down every week every every time he fought every time I would go against him thinking this is that moment and that's what I've done these playoffs so you know what I'm gonna put my name on this I'm going Patriots Ooh, well, I'm going Patriots something just tells me I'm going Patriots right wow. now Brady doesn't lose now I'm not saying go dump it like we said on the sportsman particle it's the last game of the season not your life yeah, please. Yes, there's if if you're down all week to the local bookie and now you're you're trying to make an eighteen hundred dollar bet just to be even, just know that you're gonna owe them thirty five hundred, thirty six hundred, and now you're in an even deeper hole. Don't do all that, man. This isn't this isn't the last game of your life. There's plenty, especially for us here. We're we're gonna start going basketball. We're gonna go more soccer. So tread carefully, please. Today, yes, yes guys. Here's a prop bet that I like, guys. What you got? Uh, seven points. Uh, the exact score of whoever wins. Uh, that actually has not happened since 2000. A team actually winning by exactly seven points, which, coincidentally enough, was when the Rams were last in the Super Bowl. So if you're looking for a nice little score uh, prop bet, uh, I'm going against the exact seven points. Hasn't been done in 18 years. I love that. Yeah. I love it a lot because uh, I think every single Super Bowl the Patriots won has been de- decided by eight points or less also. So you have that, that seven key number, that three key number. I like that bet a lot. Yeah, it's usually Brady coming down the field and putting a touchdown. There. I got a feeling, yeah. and I'm going to go out and say it again. If the if the Patriots win, they might run away with this. It, it just like Because uh, I was thinking about that with the, with the Saints game, and it started off like that. There were a few drives away from blowing that thing open. Yeah. It looked like at least whenever Goff was still having 
hearing problems at the beginning of the game. He couldn't, but they ended up switching it off, and everything is history, a pass interference later. But you can't do that against Brady. I guarantee you that. They're not going to let off the gas, and if they feel they're, 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 the other team is vulnerable and their backs, I mean, it's it, Patriots alternate line also. Hit them, Patriots, uh, minus two and a half. Patriots money line. Patriots minus five and a half. They're going to they're gonna win by uh, by the seven or more. Wow. And I'm all in on Patriots. I, I, I think it might be a blowout. Uh, maybe that's crazy. But I have a good feeling about the Patriots today. And here's one thing I would like to just remind everybody. And I've been fortunate enough to have been to one Super Bowl in my lifetime. And Tom Brady was the quarterback. And it was the one here in Houston. But let me tell you this. Those Patriots fans, they come to those games. Oh, yeah. You know, you think this is like a neutral location being in Atlanta. We know Rams fans, L.A. fans, they don't even really care that much. And Patriots fans, when I was here in NRG, you would not believe the amount of Tom Brady jerseys in the stands. It was overwhelmingly Patriots fans. I think they're going to have a little bit of a fan advantage in Atlanta, too. Just look out for that, guys. Patriots fans, they travel. Oh, they travel so much. There's a bar right down the street that's like the official Houston Patriots fan bar. Like, yep. yeah, where do they come from? I don't know. I have the Rams, though. Okay. We leave you with this. We had a Drake tracker. <laughs> and Drake has popped up with a Rams jersey or a, or a hat. I'm sorry. He had a hat on. Uh, we're going to fade that. Yes. Forget all the numbers. Forget all the research we've done all week. Fade the Drake. <laughs> fade the Drake, guys. There you have it. The curse is on the Rams. Take your Patriots. It's been another fantastic week here. It's It was a big Super Bowl edition. We wanted to knock it out. We wanted to try to hit it from every angle, and I think we did that. So, once again, thank you for listening to another edition of Moneyline from Josh, Cam, uh, Hector, Andrew, Exo Holly, and your man Jerry Bo Knows, and Trey, what's up? Peace. See y'all.